At the end of this podcast episode, please forward it to everyone on your contact list. In addition to that, please click the subscribe button and subscribe to the podcast. You may also go to Apple iTunes, locate Ruminations with Ohiro Onie Selem, and subscribe. Also, please go to www.ruminationsblog.org and subscribe to my blog articles. And by the way, also read the articles and forward them to your contacts. I also invite you to visit my YouTube channel, aptly named Ohiro Onyesele. Watch my vlog interviews and subscribe. And also, please forward them to your contacts. Thank you. I am Ohiro Oni Isele. Ruminations is the podcast where I discuss matters of life. They exist in small and large communities. They exist in houses of worship and even in schools, but they are invisible. They may receive gazes from people who wonder if they just happened by accident into the spaces that they occupy. People may wonder who let them in and for how long they will hang around. To some people, they are to be seen and not heard. To others, the sight of them is both an inconvenience and a stain on the environment and our world rather than a prick on our consciences. They should be grateful that we allow ourselves to see them and sometimes allow them to feed from the crumbs that fall off our tables. We make judgments about them even when we do not know their life stories. They are members of our communities, the ones who live on the margins of our society. They are the poor among us, the society's rejects, from whom we can learn lessons that they are not allowed to teach us. But why do people, even those who wear their religion on their sleeves, applaud political leaders who boast of their successes in cutting children and their families of food programs that provide them sustenance? Why do we act as if poor people do not deserve to live in our world or breathe the same air as those of us with more privilege? Why do too many of us speak so condescendingly about the poor and assume that economic status is the only thing that defines their existence? As if we're made differently. 
to separate us from those that we choose to see as inferior. Many of us prefer to be identified by the titles that we acquire instead of the names that we were given at birth. I am sure that many potentially good answers exist to the questions that I have just raised, but I cannot think of one that would make it feel right that we are relentless in our glaringly inhumane efforts to dominate, divide, and oppress those that we can. In examining these questions and their potential answers, it seems to me that the common denominator is our strong desire to keep ourselves relevant and important by painting portraits that are mightier than our physical existence. Therefore, we have figured out that one way to do that is to keep others living on the margins of our society and blocked from any good memories that our minds may accidentally conjure, conjure up about the goodness that is inherent in the hearts and minds of so many poor people. In our insatiable quest for fame and dominance over those who live on the margins, we develop thick skins and closed hearts that become our protective factors against the common good, as well as the armor that we need to successfully stand in, a way, in the way of our heart's efforts to give us the road and guide us righteously. Therefore, we are able to walk or drive by homeless individuals and our families without noticing them. And we are able to watch and hear stories about the misery of those less privileged than us. We are able to observe the pain of others without flinching even as we falsely profess that we feel their pain. As people suffer and die in circumstances that could be avoided but are not, the rest of us continue to live our lives because that is what we are supposed to do. Certainly, those who are dead no longer need help, and those who are alive are powerless to affect the destiny of the dead, because destiny dies with all of us. The only time that we can affect the lives of others for good or bad is when they are still with us. Of what use is it to deprive people of nutrition and security? Of what use is it to care little or nothing about those who live on the margins of history and existence? when we have it in our reach and power to lift them from those margins into honorable existence? Why do we cry at the loss of family members and our friends that we helped to keep on the margins of society by our actions toward them when they lived? A telephone call or a visit is not very difficult to make. 
nor is a text message or letter so difficult to write. Yet, we consciously or subconsciously make the choice to do nothing until it has become too late to do anything. Life on the margins of society will be unbearable for most of us who have never been there. Those who live on the margins of society have no options and hardly any opportunities to change their lives. In that space, social power is not only all but absent, but so too are the opportunities for individuals or group exercise of agency. Even in a so-called democratic society where we praise ourselves as bastions of freedom and self-determination. Those we may be, but civilized and healthy we are not until we eliminate the margins to which too many in our society are relegated.